Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace. Strengthening the Saints Against Islam's Assault on North America. Well, thank you for joining us here today at Fortress of Faith. Let's get into the 1,400 years of history of Islam. Here we go. Well, let, let me add this. The Abbasid uh, period, too, they had a short break, about a three-year period, where they, you know, there's like a, a break in their kingdom, in their right. dynasty, and uh, it ended in 1258, then picked it up in 1261, moved on to 1517. This hmm. period of time, though, is when the Crusades took place, largely. Right, right. And again, you need to re- realize that Every time that the Europeans sent their armies, it was to take back ground that the Muslims, the Abbasid period, had taken from. But we also had the beginning of the Ottoman Empire, the uh, Abbasid uh, period. Now, that's coming to an end, but you have the growing of two other dynasties. You got the Safavid period dynasty, which, uh, Sharam, you're going to cover, right. and the Ottoman period, which would be the western side. You have the eastern side, the Safavid, which started in 1501. Tell us some significant uh, aspects of that. Well, as you mentioned, uh, we have to look at this ge- geographically because there was there was the western side, sort of Central Asia, eastern side, and then all, and then later there was a there was an eastern eastern side, um, sort of with the with with the Mongol, the Mongols in, in that area. But the Safavid. Uh, empire, which is approximately 1501 to about 1722, is really um, sort of the background of Islam in Iran, I guess, to, to modern day, because um, the the predominantly it was the Shiite split. The Safavid was the Shiite split. I guess we could say the Ottoman was more of the Sunni side of things, uh, and the uh, headquarters. Uh, and the Safavid covered uh, Iran, covered uh, parts, you know, eastern Turkey, uh, Afghanistan, Pakistan, uh, that that region there, uh, th- even up into Central Asia, where we, today we'd have Georgia, um, the, you know, where we have all the Stan countries uh, today. Uh, and and yeah. one of the things was that the headquarters of the Safavid Empire is Esfahan. Today, Esfahan is... Um, it, you know, it is uh, the, the religious capital, not the governmental capital, but the religious capital of Iran. And so when you go to Esfahan, you see a, a lot of uh, uh, architecture from the Safavid period uh, dating back to these caliphs. The, but one of the differences was that even though it was an, a, a caliphate and an empire, Tom, it was more of a theocracy. So, you know, we have to understand this is really where Iran is today, isn't it? Iran is being governed. It's a country, but it's really a theocracy. And that's, this is where the Shiite understanding of Islamic law is, is that it must be theocratically governed uh, by a you know, supreme council um, that are, you know, authoritative. But the Safavid, as I said, Shia Islam is the base of it. Um, th- there was a lot of um, trade routes, too, because they were controlling this is a pretty important region, isn't it, Tom? From the west, from Europe, into the eastern parts where the Mughals were in the east. Uh, this was, a, a, you know, an important partner, and that's the kind of the period that we see within the Safavid. And I think that probably covers enough of that. But it was a it was a functioning a parallel for a good chunk of the Ottoman Empire period. And I would say, too, the language of that people group would be Farsi, 
rather than Arabic. Right. Uh, being uh, the caliphate wouldn't be officially run under the Arabic language. Right. Um, and so then you had an opposing group on the West that took over the Byzantine empires. And that was uh, the Ottoman Empire, which would be modern-day Turkey, as we would know it. And they, at one time, uh, had conquered the Safavid uh, period uh, or group and had taken over that dynasty and moved all the way down into Arabia. This probably, at one time, the Ottoman Empire was probably the most land-controlling caliphate in all of the Islamic history, Mm -hmm. except for maybe the Umayyad period. But uh, uh, through the West, this is where they tried to come in to Europe again under Suleiman the Magnificent. He led the first siege against uh, Vienna. Uh, what was that year? 1529. Uh, 1529. Right. Um, and, uh, but there was a more decisive battle with the Muslims in Vienna there. Uh, tell us about that, if you would, and then I want to go back to Suleiman the Magnificent uh, again here in a minute. But uh, what happened there over there in Europe? Well, the, the, the battle over Vienna, uh, as you said, waged all the way back from 1529. But we have to fast forward to the final battle that happened in Vienna, Tom, in 1683. Uh, so you see that this was a period where there were constant attacks against this Western Front, you know, because, again, they were they're were, they were constantly trying to take over Western Europe. And we could say today uh, that where 732 was their first wave into Western Europe, this Battle of Vienna, 1683, was probably their second major defeat uh, in, in trying to take over Western Europe. And today they're taking over Western Europe, not by the sword, <laughs> but uh, by, by the hijra, uh, by refugees, by immigration, by birth rate, uh, by the Sharia. But anyway, Battle of Vienna um, was fought and lost by the Ottoman Empire in 1683. Here's what's interesting, Tom, the date. The date of this battle, the last day that it was fought, that, that was you know d- decisively defeated, September 11th, 1683. September 11th, yeah. 1683. 9-11. 9-11. So 9-11 yeah. was a very important date in Islamic history. And it was not an accident that that date was used as a launching pad against, uh, you know, us in the in the West. Yeah, you see, in America, you know, we, we say remember the Alamo, right. not because of a victory. Right. It was because of a defeat. Right. It was a you know a, a very important defeat to our nation. Well, that Battle of Vienna was an important defeat to the Islamic world, yeah. and that date uh, was important. That's why they struck us on that. Uh, they attacked us on that date. Then you had an opposing group on the West that took over the Byzantine empires, and that was uh, the Ottoman Empire, which would be modern-day Turkey, as we would know it. And they, at one time, uh, had conquered the Safavid uh, period uh, or group and had taken over that dynasty and moved all the way down into Arabia. This probably, at one time, the Ottoman Empire was probably the most land-controlling caliphate in all of the Islamic history, mm-hmm. um, and uh, except for maybe the Umayyad period. But uh, uh, through the West, this is where they tried to come in to Europe again under Suleiman the Magnificent. He led the first siege against uh, Vienna. 
uh, year 1529. Right. Um, and uh, but there was a more div- uh, decisive battle with the Muslims in Vienna there. Uh, tell us about that, if you would. And then I want to go back to Suleiman the Magnificent uh, again here in a minute. But uh, what happened there in um, in, in Vienna uh, over there in Europe? Well, the the, the battle over Vienna, uh, as you said, waged all the way back from 1529. But we have to fast forward to the final battle that happened in Vienna, Tom, in 1683. Uh, so you see that this was a period where there were constant attacks against this Western Front, you know, because, again, they were, they were they're constantly trying to take over Western Europe. And we could say today that where 732 was their first wave into Western Europe, this Battle of Vienna, 1683, was probably their second major defeat uh, in, in trying to take over Western Europe. And today they're taking over Western Europe, not by the sword, <laughs> but uh, by the hijra, uh, by refugees, by immigration, by birth rate, uh, by the Sharia. But anyway, Battle of Vienna um, was fought and lost by the Ottoman Empire in 1683. Here's what's interesting, Tom, the date, the date of this battle, the last day that it was fought, that, that was, you know, decisively defeated, September 11th. 1683, September 11th, yeah. 1683, 9-11. 9-11. So 9-11 yeah. was a very important date in Islamic history, and it was not an accident that that date was used as a launching pad against, uh, you know, uh, us in the in the West. Yeah, you see, in America, you know, we, we say, remember the Alamo, right. not because of a victory. Right. It was because of a defeat. Right. It was a, you know, a, a very important defeat to our nation. Well, that Battle of Vienna was an important defeat to the Islamic world, yeah. and that date uh, was important. That's why they struck us on that. Uh, they attacked us on that date. About the Ottoman Empire, another thing that I think is significant that we want to mention is uh, back to Suleiman the Magnificent. During that time when he was in control, he lost uh, their fleet. Uh, they used to control all the Mediterranean and that area, and they were a powerhouse there. Well, they lost that. And so Suleiman uh, made his way back to Israel and uh, trying to uh, uh, control Jerusalem. And he's the one who built the walls that are there today. And again, this goes back to the Crusades. And so the Ottoman Empire, the latter part of the Crusades, were fought uh, against the Ottoman. Right. The Turkish Muslims, uh, those people of that time, the sultans and so on. And And so... uh, Go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, Tom, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, to uh, um, interrupt you. I was just going to say that, um, um, you know, we could argue that then because of the defeat within the Crusades, and I'm so glad that you brought up the Crusades, because one of the things that I was going to say was today in most of our public school textbooks, this area of Islamic history is so whitewashed because it is the view is that it was the Muslims that were the defenders. They were being attacked. They were being oppressed. And it was the Christians. And it was the, the Catholic Church that was the oppressor. And yet it is the exact opposite. The history, true history, would show, if anything we've covered in the show, folks, is to show how much of a, of a conquering army Islam has been since its move to Medina, <laughs> since the Hijra, and that it, it remained that, and the Crusades predominantly, not in every case, predominantly was a defensive measure to gain 
ground back and to rescue, particularly rescue Jerusalem. Um, and, and with the defeat of the Battle of Vienna, Tom, it pushed the Ottoman Empire back east and really kind of confined it until its death in, um, was it 1913, I believe? 19, uh, well, yeah, there's debate. Yeah. 1922, some say, is when the caliphate really came to an end, but they were defeated around 1913, 1914. Right. But another thing I think we need to mention, too, is that when the Ottomans, when the Turks had taken over the Byzantine Empire, this used to be Constantinople right there. right. Which used to be the head seat for the Byzantine, for the Eastern Church. Yeah. And that great church, the cathedral, Sophia. Hagia Sophia. It still stands today, now with four minarets around it, and it's now the Sophia Mosque. That's right. And uh, so basically what they've done is that they've said, well, we have, it's like going to Rome and taking over, um, you know, the... The, the Vatican. The, what, the St. Peter's... Yeah. Uh, cathedral. Yeah, the Vatican yeah. and St. Peter's uh, uh, Cathedral and all that type of stuff. And planting a mosque there. Right. That's exactly what the Muslims did, the Ottomans did there in Turkey. And now it's called Istanbul. Right. Not Constantinople after Constantine. Yes. When it was considered a Christian nation. And so th- these are significant parts of history that uh, we need. And again, you, you just said it. Everything comes back to the sword. Yes. The, you know, we're the only ones who call Islam the religion of peace. Muslims are the ones who call it truly the religion of the sword because that's what it has been, That's right. what Muhammad uh, dictated. Well, folks, we're going to stop there, but I hope it's a help to you to understand these things of Islam so that we can understand its nature and know where where it's been, where it's going. And so we'll talk more about that tomorrow. I hope you'll join us. 